This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 88. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, entrepreneur mentor and coach Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of the Indie Business Network. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Brittany Hogan of Nefertim Holistic Skincare in Park Forest, Illinois. For Nefertim co-founders Brittany and her husband, business is about so much more than money. The brand name itself borrows from Nefertim, the god of beautification in the ancient culture of the Nile Valley region, where mathematics, science, philosophy, and astrology were birthed. As you'll hear in this episode, that ancient meaning and symbolism form the basis of the Nefertim product line, which consists of bath and body products designed specifically to help you create a space to reflect and evolve into the best possible version of yourself. We'll dive into that in a moment, but first, this episode of the Indie Business Podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business Retreat. I invite you to join me in January for a transformational time of learning and growth at the beautiful Club Med Michez Playa Esmeralda in the Dominican Republic. You'll enjoy opportunities for snorkeling, cruising, and the ability to strategize in paradise as you formalize your plan for an amazing new year. Reserve your spot before they're all gone at IndieBusinessRetreat.com. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 88. And now let's welcome Brittany Hogan of Nefertim Holistic Skincare in Park Forest, Illinois. Well, Brittany Hogan of Nefertim in Park Forest, Illinois. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you for having me, Ms. Donna Maria. I'm so excited to meet you. Now, let me just start off by saying, I love your body butter. We're going to get back to that. But um, but sticking my finger in your body butter was like diving into like a warm (laughs) forest. So we'll get back to that in a second. But Nefertim, let's just start with that. That is such an unusual and interesting name. Tell us a little bit about that brand name. Sure. So Nefertim is a god um, of the people from the Nile Valley region. So it's mm-hmm. a, a real ancient culture. Um, and we came across the, um, the, the, the culture and really were just um, impressed by it. It, it. It's where mathematics and science and philosophy and astrology and all of these cultural ideas essentially were birthed in that area. And Nefertim, when we came across his name, really stood out to us because he symbolizes the ability to be reborn every day. So as we wake up, we really, you know, we can shake off whatever we did yesterday, our failures and our shortcomings, and we can be reborn every day to try to do our best. Um, And he's also considered the God of healing, cosmetics, beautification. Um, But really what he did was um, bring the essence of 
the flowers to the earth. So he's associated with the lotus flower. And if you've ever had an opportunity to smell a lotus flower, you would just absolutely know how intoxicating that aroma is. So, um, yeah, we, when we came across that, we were, mm-hmm. we were named something else. And, uh, when we came across that, it was like, I got chills and knew that that was what we wanted to represent our business. Oh, okay. So the business came with a different name first, and then you, you rebranded to change it to the new name. Yep. We had started as a, a different name and, and then rebranded. And Brittany, how did the business get started? Um, from an idea. Well, and I, I have to say, um, all throughout life, I've, I've really connected with um, following the signs and trusting my intuition. And um, thank God I was able to, to nurture that concept. Um, and so there were simply a lot of signs that pointed to, number one, doing for self as a family. And then number two, creating our own products that would really help to make us feel connected as a part of our daily routine versus, you know, setting aside time to meditate or, um, you know, journal and things like that. All of those mm-hmm. things are, are incredible, but, you know, we're a busy family. So we found ways to essentially um, surround ourselves and create products um, that would help kind of keep us at that, that vibe, that energy. Um, and so it kind of developed from there, but there were lots of signs even, even before that. Um, so, so yeah. that, that's really interesting. I want to pause on that for a second and ask, excavate a little bit, because it sounds like the business is a result of a, of a family and a lifestyle desire as, as opposed to a strictly business desire. Absolutely. So, um, we have always wanted to do for self. We felt it was important to teach our children that um, because for us, mm-hmm. um, having the freedom to choose our own and uh, schedule, create our own day uh, to goal set and work towards that, that those were foundational values that we wanted to instill within our family. Um, and when the children were very little, you know, that that's something that we had to consider. We could not continue working for another person um, or other people and be able to instill those values in our children. So we, we really took a a large leap of faith and, um, just grateful that the universe has been supporting it ever since. Um, and our children now, uh, ages nine and 10 have started their own business an inspirational t-shirt business. And so they're learning the ins and outs of how to operate a business as well. So before you had the business, did everyone have a traditional job or not everyone, the parents, you and your husband, did you have a traditional job that just wasn't allowing you to have the kind of lifestyle you wanted or like, how did that transition happen? Yes, we both had traditional jobs. I was uh, working in property management and my husband was working as a chef at an assisted living facility. And, you know, the there wasn't anything wrong with the jobs, you know, they, the, um, you know, we were, we were happy in them, but we knew that, um, we didn't like essentially having to, to answer to anybody. You know, if you, if your mom's sick and she's in the hospital, um, you know, we want the freedom to be able to drop everything we're doing and run to the hospital. You know, um, if, if, you know, when, when you have children, you want to be able to spend those, um, you know, formative for six months at home with them, just for, you know, for an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew that a traditional job was not going to allow us to do that. Now, 
it, it took some years after the children were born and we uh, developed the business um, concept before we were able to uh, quit our, our traditional jobs. Um, but knowing that, you know, we had that, that vision ahead of us is what kept us, kept us going, kept us up, uh, you know, when we were up at midnight mm-hmm. making products and, and then waking up at 6 a.m. to go to the job. So, mm-hmm. so, so you, so you, so you had traditional jobs, you were having children and you wanted a different lifestyle. And so you knew kind of entrepreneurship was going to be it. Like, did you know what kind of business it was going to be at first? Or did you first just know it had to be some sort of business? And then you sort of looked at all the different options and picked what you have now. Like how did that happen? So we had the value first, knowing that we wanted to do for self, but we weren't actively looking at what business could we do. Um, I uh, had tinkered with a jewelry business, um, you know, in my young teen years. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we just always had that mentality to do for self. But it wasn't until we, we received some signs from the universe that we knew it would be going in the skincare department. So, um, one day, um, a, a person had asked me just in, in general conversation, they, they knew I did a lot of things, you know, like making jewelry and, 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 you know, making my own bread and things like that. Um, they had asked if I had ever made soap and the thought in, in my young mind had never come across, um, that it was even possible to make your own soap. I had never even considered it. So that seed was planted. And, um, when I tell you uh, later that day, I decided to um, go into my bookshelf and I was looking for something completely unrelated. And I happened to find How to Make Soap at Home, a book from the 70s that I had never purchased. I don't remember receiving. I don't know where I got it from. So as soon as I saw that, I immediately um, recognized it, in, in my opinion, as a sign. So I began reading through it. I was fascinated with the idea couple days later, I invited some girlfriends over to the house. We, um, you know, got all the supplies and started making it. Now, mind you, it's a book from the seventies. So there was no stick blenders available in, in these instructions. Um, so we stirred this, the soap, um, by hand for about two hours before it finally combined. And I thought, well, this is foolish. I could just go to the store and buy soap. This is, this is nonsense, but I loved the process. I loved knowing that whatever we wanted to put into it is what we would get out of it. And that included, you know, all natural ingredients, no chemicals and good energy. Um, so I was hooked. I'm grateful for stick blenders because that speeds up the process uh, quite a bit. It went from two hours of stirring to about two minutes of, mm-hmm. of stick blending. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm and then, familiar, believe me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar. I used wooden spoons back in the day, but anyway. Yes. Yes. So, um, and then a couple days later, I had a friend ask, um, well, show to me a, a patch of eczema that she had. And, and she was like, I just, I, I'm not sure what to use. Um, and uh, my sister had eczema. It seemed like everyone in the world who was having eczema was coming to me. Um, and then I started sharing the soap and it was really helping, um, with their eczema. Uh, and, and then I, you know, it kind of progressed then, well, you know, soap is one thing, but you need a cream to moisturize your body. Um, (laughs) and you know, you don't want to, 
be dry. And then, and then we started looking at ingredients and lotions. It was like, mm, we want to make, we, we want to know what's going in. So we know what's coming out. And then it kind of blossomed from there. That is so, that is really so inspiring. Like I can only imagine the number of listeners who are similarly situated to the way you and your family were just wanting to do something different. I, I know even for me, it was just, I just knew I didn't know what business it would be, but I knew that I wanted to have, and you hit like a big word, which is freedom, like the Mm -hmm. freedom to define my day as much as I could. We all know there's obviously uncontrollables, Yes, but to the extent that I could to control my day and how it went, who I spent it with and what I did and what I didn't do, and to be able to incorporate my family in that in a way that allowed us to morph and reinvent ourselves as we went along right in a way that you can't do when you have a traditional position which is Mm -hmm. great but you have so much of how you live your life is dependent on what is required of you Absolutely. And, you know, we spend a long time, uh, a big part of our day at a job. So, you know, for Mm -hmm. us, Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're homebodies anyways. Um, So, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. if we could spend those eight hours a day at home and be able to, you know, take a break and have lunch with the children um, or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, whatever the case, it Mm -hmm. it was really important uh, to us. Mm hmm. Well, and it's great that you and your husband were on the same page about that because, um, you know, everyone's different and, you know, uh, I'm not saying it was always sunshine Mm -hmm. and roses, but everyone's different. We all have different life experiences and different expectations from life. And I would imagine that neither of you went into, uh, you know, you know, you know, every aspect of this with like an exact precise plan, <laughs> right? Because you had a job and he had a job. Like, tell us like who quit first and how did you decide how that would all work together? So I ended up quitting first. Um, uh, he has a lot more patience than I do. And um, truly, he he's the motivator um, of, of the entire family. He really keeps us focused on our goals um, when things can be frustrated, uh, when I can get frustrated and, you know, um, doing your own own thing, you know, it, there's there's so many times where it can get so challenging. You just want to throw in the towel um, be, and, and go back to a, a steady paycheck, you know, a, a steady schedule. Um, but that just simply wasn't an option. So I I was the first one who quit. Um, I'm the one who creates the products, and so we felt that um, you know it'd be uh, wise to have me be at home, so I had the time to be able to do so. And at the time, we made a major move in life. Um, We not only moved from Colorado, where we had been living for 13 years, uh, to Illinois, um, but we also then began homeschooling our children. They became, you know, essentially of age. Uh, They were three and uh, five at the time. And so we made this massive move across country. I quit my job. He started working somewhere else. We moved into a new home. And then um, since I was home, I began homeschooling the children and doing the, the, the you know, work that was required to, to build the business back up because we had built a business in Colorado um, locally going to shows and events and everything. And then yeah, essentially picked up and, 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 and moved and, and, that was a, a big hurdle, um, in, in the business. Cause it was so much local. Um, there were so many local customers back in Colorado 
moving to Illinois, it was like we were starting over after four years of, of, of business. So. And was that like a job move or did you just like Illinois? Like what precipitated that such a big move at that time? Well, my family, I was born and raised in Wisconsin um, and my husband was born and raised in Illinois. So being in Colorado and having these young, uh, having our, our young children, we wanted them to be around family. We wanted that to be more a part of their life. And so we decided to um, move back to, to Illinois. Okay. All right. So, wow. I mean, and you were, had been married for 13 years before that. So like how, like bring us forward to like, how many years have you been married now? How many years have gone by? So we've been married for um, 13 years uh, effective, uh, not today, but this year. Um, So we, we both, like I said, we were living, I was in Wisconsin. He was in Illinois. We did not know each other. Um, I, ever since high school, I had this draw towards Colorado. I'd never been there. I never knew anyone who went there, but for some reason, again, we're talking about following the signs. I -hmm. kept getting this pull to go out there. So what I did was I laid a, a map of Colorado on the ground and I, I dropped a rock with my eyes closed and it landed on Fort Collins, um, Colorado. And so I decided Mm -hmm. as soon as I graduated, I was moving out there and I did packed up U-Haul. My sister helped drive me out there and, um, you know, quickly found a place to live and a job and got set up in life. Well, the job that I found was working with this, uh, amazing woman, Patricia, we became close friends. We really developed a solid relationship. Um, just a beautiful soul of a lady come to find out that that was my husband's mother. So at, um, at some point in time, he started working at the same facility that we were work. Um, his mom and I were working at. And as soon as I saw him, I thought, Oh my goodness, look at that handsome fella. And I said that to her and she said, Oh, that's my son. And I had no idea. Of course I was mortified. My cheeks were 10 shades of red. Uh, that is so there, hilarious. Yeah. But from there we developed a um, strong friendship for a couple of years. And eventually we just, we couldn't hide it anymore. I liked him. He liked me and the rest is history. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, so let me ask you this because a theme that I'm hearing throughout all of the uh, really unique life stories you're sharing is a theme of trusting, I don't know, your instincts, the universe, your gut, whatever you describe it. So m- my question is for people who struggle in that area, like they have a feeling like I need to move to Wisconsin or whatever. Like I need to pack up the U-Haul and just go. And I need to drop a rock on a map and, you know, figure it out. <laughs> like, like whatever that is, um, what, what words of advice or tips can you share with people who kind of really feel the pull, but they resist it? Like they just, maybe they don't trust themselves or whatever. What, what would you say to help them to, I don't know, trust the process, if that's a good way to put it? Absolutely. Um, so one thing I would say, is to um, look for additional signs. If they're feeling a pull to go this way or that way, um, you know, if, if, if you're a spiritual person, if you're a religious person, um, ask the universe, ask God, ask whomever you'd pray to, um, or even just sit down in meditation and simply, um, you know, try to visualize opening your, your, your spirits or yourself to the signs. Because Um, I truly believe that if you have a pull towards a certain direction and you take time to pay attention to the signs, you'll receive more signs that point 
to yes. Um, uh, it's when we okay. get really trapped in our own fear that we start blocking even seeing the signs. So instead of being fearful, if we can focus on being open and asking, you know, asking the spirits for, for clarity, we're more than likely going to receive more signs. I didn't move to Colorado just with one single sign. It was multiple ones. <laughs> I love that. So not shutting down the signs when they first start to appear, because we have a way of doing that, right? If Absolutely. we're afraid or we don't want to hear the sign or see the sign, we can go, oh, I didn't just see that. Like that Absolutely. so didn't just happen, right? I know. Or or that that's just coincidence. Nothing in life is coincidence. Right. If we're paying yeah. attention, no, it's it's signs from somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So you you moved. You um, are already starting the business, and obviously it's growing, and you're more devoted to it than ever. So, what happened when he eventually quit his job? Like, how did that come about? Was were you looking for financial signs or? something that would say it was the right time for that to happen? So there were two things. Um, one, well, probably a handful of things, uh, if I'm being honest. One was simply, if not now, when? And that really kept pulling at the both of us. If we don't take this official leap um, mm-hmm. to get off of a paycheck and really mm-hmm. put everything we have um, you know, times two people instead of just times one and, and the other one part-time, um, then when are we going to do it? There's never going to be a right time. You just have to hit it and, and, and hope for the best, you know? And, uh, so that was, that was a, a major pull. Um, the other is that homeschooling the boys and, and we actually have two businesses, uh, marketing design, and then also the skincare. And it was, um, you know, I mean, any mother can, can relate. There's a lot to take care of in a home cooking, cleaning, and then you add two businesses and homeschooling on top of it. I was really getting maxed out. I couldn't do it. And, um, you know, I, I thank God again for, for my mother-in-law, Patricia, she really, um, um, helped out in every way that she could. She would come over and take care of the kids or, you know, cook or clean or whatever she could. So, um, I really, uh, um, am, am grateful to her. She lives mm-hmm. close to the area, um, mm-hmm. that we're in. So, but at that time, I, I just, I think he could see that I was about ready to pull my hair out or give up. And he absolutely would not, you know, let me do either of the above. And again, it was like, well, if we don't do it now, when are we going to do it? We could keep pushing this off for 10 years and we're never going to feel like we're completely financially ready. So let's do it. And honestly, I have no idea how we've made it work um, for these last, uh, let's see, how long has it been? Uh, three years since we've been off somebody else's paycheck um, mm-hmm. but the universe has made a way so you not only have nefertim you also have a marketing business like what's the name of that business the name of that is kamadu okay so uh, same question kamadu <laughs> <laughs> of course you know what's next like how do you spell that and what does that mean sure kamadu is k-a-m-a-d-u and it also um is, is, is symbolic. We can't help it. Everything we do has, has, has value or symbolism to it. Um, so Madu is essentially the original form of community of, of written language. So it's uh, called the Madu nectar from the same, um, comedic people that lived along the Nile Valley and Ka considering their language means spirit. So it's the spirit of communication. So for us doing, you know, website and graphic design and, 
content writing and, and, and marketing and all that. It's not just about, you know, the, the, the flashy colors. It's really about what you're giving to the person who's going to receive it. So the spirit of communication is essential in connecting with your audience in a meaningful way. Um, and so that's where the name came from. That is so thoughtful. And uh, by the way, I know I've experienced it because you helped me with a graphic that I needed not too long ago and did a great job, by the way. I didn't realize that there was an actual business there. Like I I need to, I haven't gotten an invoice yet. So I thought, (laughs) I'm so thankful for your help. But I'm like, wait a minute, invoice me. But, and you can feel free to do that. But that is so exciting. So you guys have two businesses, two children, um, And you have made this very intentional journey from, you know, where you were, which obviously you had two jobs. So thankful for that, right? That's not a bad place to be, but you had some things that you wanted to change. um, And you decided on which came first, the cosmetics or the marketing, or did they come together? Um, The the cosmetics came first. Um, Okay, okay. And, and, and honestly, it was because of the journey of putting um, together our website and all of our marketing, understanding, you know, mm-hmm. business plan and, and, mm-hmm. and everything with the skincare company that mm-hmm. um, gave us the skills that we needed to be able to begin offering them to others. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because you learn so much by doing it yourself that eventually you, you have so much you can share with others and help them too on their Absolutely. journey. So tell yep. us a little bit, if you would, Brittany, about how you market your uh, Nefertem products. Like, are you wholesale? Or are you retail, direct-to-consumer, online shows? What what do you do to sell your products? So our business model is to sell directly to the customer. So we don't do any wholesale by choice, um, un- unless it's a little, you know, custom order here and there kind of a thing. But we... Um, we attend a lot of shows and festivals and, and, and fairs so that we can directly connect with the people. Again, we really believe in, in the energy behind this. And if someone can really feel our energy and feel the energy of the products, um, and I, I think it's, um, we feel that it's easier for them to resonate with the concept of it. Um, it's not as simple, in our opinion, as just, oh, it's soap and moisturizer. It really is um, the concept of pausing to reflect on your day, on your life in that moment when you're taking a shower or when you're applying your moisturizer or when you're spritzing your aromatherapy spray um, uh, on your body. So we like to connect directly with people so we can share that idea so they can get the most that they possibly can um, out of the experience in using our products. Um, We do a lot of sales online. um, And then we also you know, market through um, social media. We have a uh, concept that uh, we like to call um, reflect and evolve. Mm -hmm. So it connects with the idea of stopping to take a moment for introspective and and, and meditation Mm -hmm. um, while you're uh, going about your your daily routine. And what a better time of day to do it when you're all by yourself in the shower or, you know, getting dressed. It's a very private, um, almost almost sacred time of day that, that you get. That's all yours. And you can be as selfish as you want to with it, lock everyone out of the room and use that time to really connect with your own spirit. So we, um, we have a, a, a YouTube series called Reflect and Evolve, also a, a weekly email series, uh, Reflect and Evolve. And, and they're connected. We, we speak on the similar 
um, concepts. But each week we put out a new proverb or quote Mm -hmm. and proverb, um, proverb meaning something like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we discuss it and what it means to us. And our hope is that, you know, people will read it, maybe write it down somewhere and reflect on what it means for them throughout the week until we release another one. Um, Proverbs really um, helped us solidify Mm -hmm. our values and morals as a family Mm -hmm. and really Mm -hmm. create a, a sense of balance and harmony. And so we feel that they can do so much if they become a regular part of our culture again. Brittany, what is it like to work this closely with your husband? Um, I love it and hate it all at the same time. <laughs> I think everyone everyone can um, can relate. It is the most rewarding experience to be able mm-hmm. to work hand in hand with um, you know the the person that you love, you, knowing mm-hmm. always that. Um, you know, you have each other's back, you share the same ups and downs, nobody is going to experience the the highs and lows of business um, uh, with you like, like your partner. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I love it. I'm forever grateful to have him as a business partner. And at the same time, you know, you're, you're neck and neck um, day in, day out from the time you wake up to the time you uh, go to sleep. And mm-hmm, a lot of the mm-hmm. conversation a lot of conversation that that may have previously existed between husband and wife shifts to business. And so it's mostly business yes. talk um, day in and day out. So and and that's why I used such a strong word of, of, of hate is that um, and, and I'm lying. I, I don't hate it. I, I, I do love it. Um, is that, you know, you you become mm-hmm. um, you know, so intertwined that it's it's easy to lose um, mm-hmm. the the husband wife relationship Mm -hmm, and go mm -hmm. into business partner relationship, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, And of course, you know, I I knew you didn't mean hate, but I kind of know what you mean. I think everyone listening knows you didn't really mean it that way, but there is a, there is a, there is an aspect to what you're describing, which is undesirable and right. And it's, it's hard, but so how do you overcome that? Like I know my husband and I struggle with that too, because Brittany, no one ever knew this in advance, including me, but I just have become such an entrepreneurial thing. Like that is just <laughs> like every come I can turn it's, it's annoying and awful at the same time. Like I could say, I hate it. Like I can turn every conversation into a conversation about my favorite thing, which is entrepreneurship, yep. not yep. always a good thing. Right. Yep. So how do you like, do you, do you, do you like say, okay, it's six o'clock. We're not going to talk about business for three hours. Like, how do you, how do you manage that? Like day to day, practically speaking? Honestly, we don't. Most of what we talk about is either. Uh, <laughs> that is so children, funny. You don't. Okay. Children okay. or that's it. And, and, you know, um, the, the challenging time, and I imagine over time, maybe we'll, we'll learn this balance. Um, but my, my husband is all about critical thinking and I am one that I should say critical thinking and taking your time. I I, I said earlier, he's the patient man. And I am, um, like, I have an idea. Let's charge forward. Let's, let's just, let's do it. Let's not even consider all of the circumstances. Let's move forward and do it. And then we're going to pick up. What's the worst that could happen, right? Right. What could happen? (laughs) You know, to compare our driving styles, I'm one that just likes to get lost and find my way home. And he has got to have a map to know where we're going to go to, you know, in, in to make sure that we're safe and well cared for and all <laughs> yeah. those things. So we, that is we, so funny. 
we're exact opposites, but we mesh well beautifully. Um, and of course, there are days that are challenging. Eventually, we'll 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 balance it out. It's funny that you mentioned too, like it's either the business or the children, because we will sit down and we'll be like, okay, we're going to have a nice romantic dinner. We are not uh-huh. going to mention the children, <laughs> right? And like ours are like even older now. And it's like, how does it happen? And like five five minutes into a conversation about one of them, we'll go, who, who started that? Like who yep. started that? Because we had an intention not to do that. And it is, it is, it is so challenging to compartmentalize and put your business in a silo when you're working together as a family. And it's, it's just a tough thing to do. And I, 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 you said you're going to figure it out one day when you do, we're going to have you back on the podcast <laughs> so you can tell us what you figured out. But I love that you do a YouTube channel with him. I, we're obviously going to put a link in our show notes because those are really interesting and your personalities really do shine through um, in those really fun YouTube videos. So let's get to that body butter girl, because you mentioned um, your products. And I just want to tell everybody that the one that I have tried is I bought a bundle and the bundle that I got was the inspiration aromatherapy bundle. And it has the crystal infused aromatherapy spray, the natural moisturizer, which is called strength, and then a bar of soap that body butter. Okay. These bundles are the best. I actually even, I just bought one for a friend too, who was having a tough time. I bought her a bundle. She's supposed to get it this week and I'm so excited. I'm sure she'll be screaming from where she is and I'll be able to hear her. But like, tell us a little bit about these bundles and how they, how you chose the products to be in them and, you know, how you infuse some of your philosophies and so forth, your nephritum philosophies into these bundles. Absolutely. So um, we've we've created these bundles um, to essentially help support what's going on in, in, in a person's life. Like you said, you know, if your friend is struggling a little bit and maybe stressed out, you know, to have a, a, um, a, a bundle that's catered towards relaxation and rejuvenation is important because you then um, take in the 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 properties from the essential oils and also the energy that we put into it. Um, to try to, you know, support your journey at that time. Um, so when we make the products, um, we really um, take care to establish a space with good energy. So we typically um, do now when I say a cleansing of the area, I don't mean uh, where we have to burn sage or, um, you know, do a specific routine or whatever. Personally, just like um, we talk about, you know, following the signs, intention setting to me is the most powerful tool that we have um, mm-hmm. for anything we want to do. So, yes, we can use all these tools, but if we focus our mind onto what we want and we visualize it and we hold on to that, um, well, then that's what it is. Um, so, when we cleanse the area, you know, we take a moment to, to stop and pause and really ask the universe. Um, for, you know, uh, the ability to, to, to cleanse the space and to set the intention for whatever product we're making. Um, you know, we have little, little blessings that we say, um, while making the product to really give them what they need. We typically play healing music and it's healing music, not just for the products, but also the maker, because if the maker's vibrations are high, 
um, then you're naturally going to infuse that into the product. So, um, you know, I, I like to switch between uh, Anthony Hamilton and India Ari. Those are my two favorite. They, they just really, um, they both raise my vibes when I'm, when I'm creating products. Um, so depending so great. On the product, music definitely has that effect on us for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you can feel down one day and turn on a song that you absolutely love and, and, you know, go dance in your living room and that can change mm -hmm. it uh, completely. So, um, and then crystals too. So, you know, crystals are these beautiful, ancient living things. Um, you know, we, we tend to look at them like they're just some rocks, but they're, they're living, they're slowly growing. Um, and, and they've been around since the beginning of earth. So there's got to be some, some incredible power in those crystals. And so we, not only, you know, put crystals, say in our aromatherapy spray, but we also surround our area with crystals as well. Um, so it's really about the environment that they're being made in, making sure that we are mentally and spiritually where we need to be before making the products, um, while packaging the products, while shipping them off, so that when they're received, the person uh, receives that same pure energy um, at, while they're using it. And the bundles are so great because you get, uh, you know, kind of different sort of products to affect the same result or the same intention. And uh, I just love the texture of that body butter. I just really love the texture of it. It's like diving into clouds or something. So um, thank you so much for the body butter. I love it. Um, Absolutely. So Brittany, like, what are your plans for... Nefertum, I can imagine that you guys probably have some stuff up your sleeves. Any scoops you want to share here? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, um, you know, we've, we've been tinkering with the idea of some intention candles. It, it simply makes sense. Uh, it would be complimentary to what mm -hmm. we're doing. I personally love candles. Um, you know, we've, we've thought of collaborating with others um, since, uh, you know, there's so many beautiful candle makers already out there. And um, we haven't yet received a sign to confirm that that's the direction we're supposed to go. So we are open and waiting and information mm -hmm. gathering in the process. Um, but other than that, you know, our, our focus right now is to um, build the business end of it. Mm -hmm. we, we've focused so much on the products and the presentation and the branding that now mm -hmm. it's time to focus on reaching new customers where they're at um, mm -hmm. and really focus on the business aspect. It, it seems like there's always a, a dance, a balance that you go through mm -hmm. um, or, or cycle, maybe I should say with, with the business is, you know, you focus on this area and once this area gets refined, then you move to the next area and then you refine it. And, and so it's kind of like we're always coming back to, um, you know, the different stages in the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, it is a cycle. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, so often if, if we haven't experienced entrepreneurship or been around entrepreneurs, we think that you like actually arrive somewhere. Mm -hmm. like, you, like, okay, we did that. So now we'll just keep doing that. And no, yeah. it's just not quite that way. Um, but you have young children and they are so adorable. I've seen them in pictures. They <laughs> look you. so excited to be involved in this business. Like, and I know they're young and they're in school and you're homeschooling and like how, what sorts of things are they equipped to help and handle? How, how do they fit in and how are you 
seeing them sort of blossom as a result of the opportunities that your business, you know, delivers to your family. So they love to take part in shipping, actually, and it's a great um, uh, area for them to to help in. I, I'm a little particular. I I, I mm-hmm. yet to let anyone help me make products, just because. I mean, a lot of makers um, can can admit to this, but we can be perfectionists when it comes to things. And so, um, having them help um, pick the the products and ship and you know, put in the cute little notes that we, that we add in there and tape it up and, uh, and all that. Um, they love doing it. It really makes them feel like they're involved. Um, and also my oldest son is really taking a liking to creating graphics and using Photoshop and things like that. So we've worked with him, uh, to create, you know, some social media posts. Um, and, and, you know, he, as well as we are so proud, um, when he does it, Um, and then our youngest, uh, we're going to say he's emotional support. I mean, he knows if, if things are frustrating and he just gives you a hug right at the right time to lift your spirits. Um, and so thank goodness for, for him too. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm, like, when I was scrolling through your Instagram a while back, there was this cute picture of a stack of your soaps and then this adorable little boy with the cutest smile, like totally photobombing the picture. And I was like, sold like I want every single bar like it's just um you know they they come in handy in terms of marketing as well but I love that they're helping to ship because you know I know that when you when you make things and you really get into that shipping is obviously super important if nobody gets a product if you don't ship it but it can sometimes be um like you've already made the product and put it in the package and you want to go back and you know, do the next thing. And shipping is just kind of a repeat. I have to touch the products again. You know what I mean? So having help in that area, I know that's such a big deal. And what great training for them to understand the attention to detail, to understand, you know, how to check the packaging order with what goes in the box and how much, you know, insulation to put in, how to label it properly. I mean, it's like better than school. Absolutely. Yep. It's, it's real life experience. And, Mm -hmm. and even our of homeschooling is to, um, you know, essentially we're, we're, we're simply teaching life, you know, um, we've created our own curriculum, you know, we don't follow by anyone else's Mm -hmm. standards because we really want to teach them. This is, this is life. If you have a goal, this is what you need to do to prepare, um, for, you know, to succeed Mm -hmm. and achieve that goal. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've, we're, we're, yeah. It's great. (laughs) I mean, it's just so inspiring. And I just know because, you know, in our world today, there is such a need for family businesses like this, like that, that are not just growing a business, which is great, but, but it also has the intention of serving in a particular way, the community of your target buyers, but also serving this next generation because they are not going to have the ability to put a resume out there and get a job. They're just not going to have it like we did. I should say, I'm obviously right. they'll still be able to do it, but it won't be that easy. I mean, I, I can remember back in the day when I would put my resume out there and I'd like have an interview like the next day, like, right. That's, it's not that way anymore. So how wonderful that you're showing them that, Hey, you know, if you want a job, you can go get one. But if you don't get one, or if you lose the one you have, you can do something with your own hands to support yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
being able to instill values, um, you know, mm-hmm. just it's the concept of values seems so underrated. Um, yeah. And to be able to define them, I think is the important part. I think a lot of people have values, but to be able to define them for your children and then um, make point out when situations occur where that value is being um, uh, experienced, mm-hmm. because then they can attach the concept of a value that mm-hmm. they have to their experiences. And I feel like it, it, it really helps them uh, move in a, in a positive direction. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah. very empowering for sure. And before we close out, like I noticed that you're using a variety of different social media outlets. I want to ask you about TikTok and Instagram. Like, do you have a strategy for using those or how do you use those to connect with your target audience and share what you do? Well, first, let me say on Instagram, this new indie business pod, well, I say new, new to me, this indie business pod has been the greatest thing, not only as a motivator for me to Mm -hmm. put out additional content on Instagram and really step my game up. Um, but also in reaching new people. Um, I, I kind of put Instagram on the back burner because it, it, it seemed hard to reach people, hard to connect. But through the Indie Business Pod, um, I've, I've really been able to build up, um, you know, my understanding even of Instagram. Now, TikTok, I'm on only video number three, which my son, uh, both of the sons, um, have helped me put together. We are, it's still a learning curve um, uh, in, in making those videos. But um, right now we are playing with TikTok, mm-hmm. but we're mm-hmm. serious with Instagram. So daily posts, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that we can, we can um, you know, follow other indie business um, uh, makers because I really see how it's a shared uh, complimentary audience. Um, to connect yeah. with other indie makers and the amazing things that they create. Mm-hmm. I've, I've already purchased a handful of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's probably been an expensive um, collaboration, but I know it is are just incredible. <laughs> right. Oh. Hold on to your credit <laughs> card, everyone, because right. it's amazing. It's amazing. And um, I'm so glad that the indie pods are, are useful to you. That's really like music to my ears. But I also love the fact that like, you know, your kids are the TikTok generation. So at, at some yes. level, as they grow, like, just let them loose on the TikTok. And you may not even have to learn it much at all, because they're, they're already learning it. And if they're already into the business enough to kind of have an idea about what that brand stands for, and how to make it look good in a 15 second TikTok, which is can't well it's a challenge when it's a business but certainly it comes so much naturally to them like they're they're all over it um because they just have this you know they were born with this stuff as whereas you know at least in my generation like we had to we had to embrace it over time they they were born with this stuff in their hands so absolutely i didn't didn't get a cell phone until i was about 19 so you know there's there's a major learning curve um you know, quickly yeah. stepping back to what you had mentioned about social media. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing too is we have we have focused um, uh, previously 100% of our our time and strategy towards Facebook, just based off of the age group that our niche audience is and where they tend to socialize. And so that I think was also a little hurdle with Instagram, thinking that our audience may or may not be mm-hmm. on there um, mm-hmm. because our audience, you know, is mm-hmm. is is 
actually like typically uh, 45 and up mm-hmm. and they tend to hang out on, on Facebook over mm-hmm. Instagram. But I'm seeing there's a lot of young, young mm-hmm. um, Instagram users that are very interested in our products yes. too. So again, thank you for the, for the Insta, Instapod. <laughs> well, you know, and it's such a great point that you're making too, is that the target audience is so much more about mindset than it is about age. Um, Not all the time, but, but certainly what you're saying sort of proves that out is that you, you, you were, you know, aiming and seeing that Facebook quote unquote of a certain age was appealing. Um, Your, your products were appealing to, to the people that are there and Instagram is younger, but there's still this appeal of for what you said earlier, which is kind of what your products are standing for and all that intention. And that is, you know, that is intergenerational. Yes. That's yep, so and great. It, Such a good insight. Yep. Well, Brittany, I am just really excited. I have a million more questions, but you know, it's a podcast, so we can't go on <laughs> forever. But I really love, I really do love your approach, you and your husband as well. And also, I just know that so many people listening will be inspired to see that they can, you know, have, have, you know, take their lives in a different direction if they want to, and if they feel led to do that, and they can be open to those possibilities as opposed to pushing them away. So my last question, Brittany, is like words of advice and encouragement for anyone, you know, as we, as we turn this corner, knock on wood in this pandemic for people who would want to start a business, but are feeling like, you know, this, is this the right time to do it? It it is a challenging time for the whole world. What would you say to someone who feels that nudge, but is just like unsure and fearful of sticking their toe in that water? I would say have faith. Life is too short to be held back by fears. Mm -hmm. And when you faith, it's as though the universe has your back. And the other thing is to surround yourself with other people who have shared that same experience or have actually taken the leap. Um, You know, the the Indie Business Network has been very supportive throughout our journey to to read um, individual stories, to be Mm -hmm. able to ask questions on the Facebook group, you know, uh, is just like, you can't put a dollar amount on it. It, it has um, lifted us up and helped us out through so many different stages of our business. So have faith, life's too short and connect yourself with other people who are either in the same boat as you or have already taken that leap and have, uh, you know, come out the other end. And, you know, as I'm listening to you, something that you said earlier occurs to me to sort of dovetail with what you're just saying is that it's so inspiring to hear that your, your, your journey does not have to be traditional. Like as you were talking, I was thinking, and you can also buy a map and a rock and, you, can, you, know, and you know, and I don't mean to, I'm not making light of it at all. I'm just no, saying no. that sometimes you just can't look for what you would consider traditional signs, like all the money in the bank account or, you know, the right. car working properly or, you know, sometimes you just kind of have to go with something that is not that definable and trust that process. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you receive a sign, really consider it, um, be open to it and, and either look or be open to the next sign. And if you receive confirmation, 
Um, even if it sounds crazy, like throwing a rock on a map and just hopping up and going, um, follow it. I mean, the, the, the greatest accomplishments or uh, the, the greatest blessings I've received are when I followed the sign. The challenges that I have faced are when I did not follow the signs. And so um, you've got to trust and, and trust in yourself, have faith in yourself you know, um, and, and I'm, I'm speaking to, to budding entre- entrepreneurs, you know that you have the qualities and the ability and the strength to learn along the way. Trust in your ability to teach yourself and to learn and to grow. You, you, you've, you've got what it takes. Now you just have to do it. And as your YouTube show is titled Reflect and Then Evolve. Mm-hmm. I love that tie in there. So um, gosh, everybody, make sure you check out, we'll put the links in the show notes to the YouTube channel. And also there's a complimentary newsletter, uh, Reflect and Evolve, that goes along with that. And it's just a holistic approach to um, helping yourself reflect and involve, evolve. And the products are a part of that. But there's just so much more juiciness in this brand that you can really, really sink your teeth into. So I encourage you guys out there, nephrotemnaturals.com. You can get all the links for social media and so forth. And I got to tell you, the bundle, my personal favorite is that inspiration one, but you'll see other ones there that you can check out as well. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us today. And even though your husband, Andre, wasn't here, I feel like he was, because we were talking about him. (laughs) Yes, yes. And thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Oh, thank you for being here. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care now. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the most significant business insights Brittany and I discussed today. First, advice for new and possibly fearful entrepreneurs. For new and timid entrepreneurs, Brittany advises simply to have faith. She says that life is too short to let your fears hold you back. Also, she says to surround yourself with other people who are launching or have launched their own businesses. Says Brittany, you cannot put a dollar value on the value of community like the one at the Indie Business Network, where there is endless support and inspiration in our Facebook community, and through participating in programs like our Instagram pod program. Second, Brittany says, trust the process. She encourages you to refuse to ignore signs that you should move your life in a different direction. When you feel a pull in your life to go in a different area, try to be open and take the time to pay attention to the signs that are all around you and think about what they mean. Don't ignore them. When you pay attention to them, Brittany says, you'll be rewarded with more signs to guide you. And Brittany tells us that when she has followed the signs and been open to them, she has experienced fewer life challenges. It's when she ignores the signs, she says, that's when the challenges start to show up. And third, Brittany comments and shares with us about working 
with your spouse. She says that working with her husband is very rewarding and filled with both ups and downs. It's great, she says, to work a business with your spouse or your partner because you know that you always have each other's back. At the same time, you are so knee deep in business every single day, day in and day out, that a lot of the conversation that might otherwise be focused on the two of you as a couple shifts to focus on the business. Brittany's advice is to be careful that you and your partner don't become so intertwined in the business and overwhelmed with the details of the business connections that you lose sight of the spousal connections. Such good advice, Brittany. Thank you for sharing that, especially as so many more people are entering the realm of business with their partner or their spouses. Well, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcast, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from our blog at IndieBusiness.com for your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, enjoy your life, build your business, and live your legacy.